This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the $100 is Zach Ferran. He's a 22-year-old Apple employee, and he's listening to the show and loving it. For your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday, simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now, and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it to enter. Good morning, Top Tribe. You are listening to episode 264 of The Top. And coming up tomorrow morning, bright and early, you'll hear from Anand Kulkarni. He's 31, is doing 700 grand per month by automating the sales process with his $8 million in capital he's raised. Okay, Top Tribe, good morning, good morning. Our guest this morning is Gil Alouche, and he's a software engineer turned VP of marketing for B2B companies. His expertise is in artificial intelligence and digital marketing, and he's an advocate of data-driven decision-making. Prior to metadata.io, okay, prior to that business, Gil ran marketing for Karmasphere, which is now FICO, Kubol, uh, I think is how you pronounce it, and Silver Spotfire, which is now Tib. Co. Gil, are you ready to take us to the top? I'm ready. All right, let's do this. It's going to be a lot of fun. So metadata looks like your main focus right now. Uh, what did you do before metadata? So previous to metadata, um, I ran marketing for a few B2B companies. As you mentioned, them, Cubol is now a C-Round big data service company. Uh, previously, Karmasphere, another big data company acquired by FICO. And then previously, Silver Spotfire, it's a business unit within Spotfire was acquired by Tipco and now it's acquired by a hedge fund. What was the uh, thing that you did right before metadata? Right before metadata, I was an uh, interim VP marketing consultant. So I would join uh, B2B companies as a consultant for you know anything from one to three months, set up their marketing, demand generation, create a few content for them, set up the marketing automation, help them with uh, you know with the analysis of persona, and then uh, help them hire their first marketing hire. So kind of help them start up their marketing. Okay, and how, Gil, how old are you? I'm 33 years old. Okay, 33. So what got you, I mean, what got you kind of into the marketing automation space to start? So I'm a software engineer at heart, a big uh, kind of uh, computer geek. PHP? I've been doing, uh, no, not, not PHP specifically. I've started with GW Basic, Pascal. I went into .NET. Okay. Um, I did a little bit of web development, etc. I specifically concentrated a lot around artificial intelligence and robotics. And then... Um, Essentially, post-MBA days, I did my MBA at Babson College back in Boston. And after uh, my MBA, I did a little bit of management consulting, hated it, and then moved uh, right into marketing, where I took the niche of digital marketing and data-driven marketing, which is a, a piece that I liked a lot. I'm not really the Don Draper kind of uh, marketing person, and so <laughs> doing technical marketing and growth hacking seemed something that I was good at and something that became... Uh, kind of a big, uh, a big niche. So metadata.io is your main focus now. How much revenue did you guys do in February 2016? And what are people paying for? In February 2016, we are at 35K uh, monthly recurring revenue with okay. around the 85% uh, margin. Okay, a gross margin or net? Uh, gross margin. Gross margin, yeah. Um, and what about net margin? Are you guys cash flow positive or negative? Uh, it's a tough question. We're barely paying ourselves salaries. So yeah, it's easy to say that we're cash flow positive, but that's just because 
our uh, operational costs are su super super low. Um, we are at the moment in the process of raising our round seed. Okay, and how much are you going to raise in the seed round? Uh, probably a couple millions. Okay, a couple million. Like, I mean, do you already have? Is it going to be convertible note or debt or equity? Uh, I can't share too much information about it just because it hasn't been signed completely yet. But we're going to raise an equity round. Okay, so it's going to be equity round. Did you raise any seed capital on a convertible note or no? Yes, we did. In December, I just raised $300,000 from Angels, 500 startups, and uh, right side capital just to make sure that uh, whatever happens, we have about one year to live. Okay, got it. Yeah, no matter what, one year. Um, and then what are you, How? What would? not what it actually is going to be, because it sounds like you're still working on the contract, but what valuation on your next round would make you really, really happy? Uh, valuation that will make us pretty happy would be in the five, six uh, valuation, pre-money. So call it five million pre-money. You said you're going to raise a couple million. So what are you going to give up, like 50% of the business? Uh, no, it would be something around 20%. Okay, so you're only going to raise a million. Uh, no, if if we raise uh, you know up to two million on a post, uh, seven million. So if it's five pre uh, two plus two million, exactly. So it would be in like two out of seven. It's going to be about twenty twenty five percent of the business. Okay. Yeah. Got it. That makes sense. Good. And um and okay. So what is the business? Uh, we kind of understand the economics now. What does the business do? So what we do is essentially automate the entire process of demand generation for B two B companies. So. What we actually do is amplify content marketing for B2B companies. So, you know, every company has their inbound marketing and content marketing strategy where they generate ebooks, white papers, case study, webinars, all kinds of different content pieces to gauge interest from their perspective, from the prospects, and then get them to sign up and then get into a nurturing path of some sort. We help those companies amplify it. So if they're doing a webinar and they have 50 signups, but they want to get to 500 signups or registrations for that webinar, we can get them there. And we do it by reverse engineer reverse engineering their current prospects and current um, leads who have opportunities associated with them. And we reverse engineer the, those into many different data signals that we get from being connected to many different data sources. So uh, Gil, or, Gil, I do webinars. Yeah. I do webinars every week. This is interesting yep. to me. Okay. I typically get between 200 and 500 people live on every webinar. If, if, if I was going to, are you saying if I work with you somehow you can, you can get a thousand people live at, at very little additional cost? Um, I don't know about variable additional cost. So the idea is that we can take your initial traction and we can reverse engineer them to find lookalikes. So if you had, if you have 500 attendees on every webinar, which is pretty impressive, by the way, you're competing you. with companies like Cisco, um, then we can take well, those. By the way, Gil, I'm way more exciting than Cisco. You should see one of my webinars, okay? It's like a show. It's a performance. It's way more fun than big corporate webinars. Oh, big corporate webinars could be good <laughs> if, you, if you do them well. Uh, but yes, I understand what you're saying. And yes, we can take those initial traction that you have, reverse engineer them and understand exactly what the profile of the person that usually signs up to your webinar and we can build an ideal prospect profile of that person. And then what we do is we turn it into signals that we can target lookalike prospects on social media and other network. And then how we is this different, Gil, Gil, how is this different yeah, than ahead. me just uh, doing a, a lookalike audience on a Facebook ad by uploading the 500 email addresses and letting Facebook do a lookalike? Well, Facebook doesn't tell you anything about the lookalike audience that they create. What we do is that we connect to many more data sources, not only cookies, but we connect to, we, we specialize in B2B, so we can find out just by an email What's that person, you know, job? What was the previous job they ever worked for? Their education level, their salary. Do they have a dog? Are they married? How many kids do they have? How, how, how What technologies the companies they work for are using? So we find anything from 100 to 150 different data signals about the person and the company they work for. And then we use that data to essentially build a custom audience 
And then we do the lookalike prospecting, not only on Facebook, but on LinkedIn, on Twitter, and on other uh, platforms. And what, uh, what would I pay you for something like this? Uh, you would pay us something, our pricing starts at $10,000 for a three-month pilot. And on the third month of that pilot, we essentially, our goal is to reach at least 150% ROI than what you were able to achieve previously. So if you usually acquire, um, let's say, um, you know, 10 leads for, uh, for $1,000 or 10 customers for $1,000, we should be able to get you 15 for the same exact, um, for the same exact budget. Okay. And what if you don't, do you refund me? Oh, I won't refund you because there are many things that are in the campaign that are other than just the targeting. So what we do is we essentially only take uh, a small fee for running the running the campaign. We actually take over your landing page, your creative, the enrichment, the analysis, and the targeting itself, and that usually gets us enough control to get you the, to, to those uh, to those results. So you don't have you have a lot of experience here, but when I'm on your website, there is no pricing. You just have enter your email. I imagine this is because you want to get the lead or something like that. Uh, is that the case? It's more than that. So we're an enter- first of all, we're a startup. We're still trying to figure out our pricing model. Uh-huh. And two, we're targeting mid-market to enterprise. And so we're doing a value-based pricing. So different customers have different value um, for their leads, marketing qualified leads, sales qualified leads. And so we work with them to try to understand uh, that pricing model. Once we do the three-month pilot and we get to the place where on the third month, we generate uh, marketing qualified leads at scale for these companies, and they generate in uh, you know opportunities from those. One of our customers generated two million dollars in opportunities in the first month, which is not even supposed to be it's supposed to be completely sunk cost at that point. They signed up with us for a year, and it makes a very easy decision because it's kind of a profit unit. We don't just take money to give you some insight, but we actually act on those insights and generate pipeline for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so give me some other metrics on the business. How many how many team members? So we have three founders. We have we have three small offices. As a startup, it's a lot, but we have two team members in Wisconsin. We have three people here in San Francisco, and we have another three people in Israel. So three, six, seven, eight total. Correct. Okay, interesting. And the three founders, did you guys split the equity right down the middle? 33, 33, 33? Uh, that's not for up to discussion, unfortunately. How did you... Well, it's an, it's an important conversation because founders like listening right now are thinking, how do I start the business? How do I have the tough equity conversations? Walk me through how you guys had that conversation. So the way you can have this conversation, um, there are many ways to do it. Um, one of the ways that I recommend doing it is understanding exactly what value each founder brings to the table and then how early did they join? And then lastly, are they actually supporting the, the, the business on just the value that they bring, sweat equity, or they actually even bring some capital to the table. And that's how we made the decision for us. So it wasn't as simple as just saying everybody gets 33%. Correct. Got it. Cool. Well, uh, what about some of the other, uh, the other metrics? How many current customers are you working with on a monthly basis? Currently, we have about uh, a little bit more than a dozen customers. 11. And what is the average? A dozen. Oh, a dozen. Okay. So a little call. bit more than a dozen. Correct. Okay. Uh, what does the average customer pay you per month? Uh, it's about uh, $3,000 per month. Okay. 3000 per month. So is it fair to say I could, to get MRR, I can just do 3000 uh, 3, times 13 or so? Uh, something around that. Well, some companies pay us more. You know, if you're a Cisco, then you're definitely going to pay us a larger number because mm-hmm. the analysis, the enrichment, the the lookalike modeling, the data process, sure. et cetera, are all significantly higher. I'm just and asking for, aver- I'm just asking for averages. Yeah, I'm just asking for aver- averages. But it's not, yes. you, you told me your MRR was 35 grand in February. So that makes sense. 3,000 times yep. 13 yep, yep. customers. Okay, cool. What about uh, churn? Monthly churn? 
So we're very early on, and which obviously the team we have enough team to support those those guys. We're very early on, and we mostly are. I think to date we have one customer who left. We're actually still trying to figure out whether they're leaving or because they have a little bit of kind of uh, changes. What in year guild did you start? Sorry, I don't know how young young you guys are. We're super young. We're only nine months in the market. Okay, so you launched in twenty fifteen. Yes, we um, launched in May 2015, correct. Okay, and how many, so you've worked with a total of 13 customers, 12 of which are still active, and maybe the other one still is active. You're not sure yet. Uh, yeah, we're still trying to figure it out with them. They have okay. a little bit of changes within the organization. So here, here's the question I'm building up to, and maybe, I mean, a lot of this is you're acting on incomplete data, but you're good at that because of your roles you've had in the past. So what are you willing to spend to acquire a new customer? That's a great question. We're still trying to figure it out. We're not yep. at scale in terms of sales operation and everything. So you're right about not having enough data, but I'm willing to spend, you know, anything about two, $3,000 to acquire a customer. Today. Okay. And is it fair to say that you're kind of backing in to that number because you think that they'll pay you over their full lifetime somewhere around 10 or 20 K? Correct. Uh, even here, I, I would say it's easy, to, easy, relatively easy for us to get them to, to about 20, 24 ATV. And that is because um, we're pretty And just, sure hey, go for the audience. What does the ATV stand for? Annual total revenue. So, yep. sorry, actually, a, annual total value. Yep. Yep. Great. I think so. Yeah, that's good. Um, and so, so you're, you're uh, uh, you said your team's eight folks um, and you're really targeting mid-market and enterprise. Correct. Awesome. Well, hey, Gil, before we get into my and, and top tribe, we'll link to all this in the show notes at NathanLatka.com forward slash the top 264. Again, forward slash the top 264. If you're listening on SoundCloud or Podcaster or, or some other tool, go listen on iTunes for the full episodes. Just search Nathan Latka, the top and Gil's will be forward slash 264. Gil, if people want to connect with you personally online and kind of watch as you grow this thing, where can they connect with you? The easiest way is to just shoot me an email at gil at metadata.io. Okay, Top Tribe, do not forget your chance to win 100 bucks right here on the podcast every Monday. It's very simple. You just subscribe to the show on iTunes. And then once you've done that, text me to prove that you've done it. My number is 703-431-2709. Subscribe now and text me to enter. 703-431-2709. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, and you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, you can see... Sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. Awesome. All right, Gil, we're about to get to my favorite part of the show. No pressure, man. Do you know what's next? <laughs> no, don't. Uh, all right, it's, it's time for the famous five. Are you ready? Do it up. All right, they're famous for a reason. Prepare yourself. First one, what's your favorite business book? Favorite business book? Uh, I forgot the name of it, but it's. Uh, How can it be your understand- favorite if you don't know the name? Oh yeah, I'm pretty bad at names. But it's, uh, <laughs> are we talking about business book now? Right any book? Oh, any book really? Any book really? That's different. I guess uh, Ender's Game uh, is my favorite one. Awesome. Okay, number two. Is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now? Um, there is um, Brian Halligan from HubSpot. Yep. Awesome. Is that a potential exit for you guys? 
not really. We're aiming a little bit higher, but uh, like I really admire the way he. Um, I don't know. For now, the market we're going after is extremely hot, and the potential is huge. So I'm not looking at any exits today. If you got a uh, if you got a fifteen million dollar offer today, all cash uh, from Salesforce, it. you would not take it. No, fifteen. What, no. What would your number be today? Um, you know, it's so early. It's really hard to tell. I know it sounds cliche, but we are so early in the in the stages of the business. We want to build it and you know get at least you know fifty or so customers do some actual damage in the market, get a lot of innovation happening, and then we can start considering those kind of questions. All right, number three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like FreshBooks? Well, we use a lot. Um, I do love HubSpot. I swear to God, we've been using them. I've been using them for about five years from now. Um, that's a very uh, great tool that I, I like. Um, I like Spotfire a lot. It's a BI tool. I used to work there, but it's actually the best Excel on steroids we've ever worked on. The best one? And then uh, Excel on steroids. Oh, got it. Got it. Okay, great. Number four, uh, Gil, you said, wait, how old are you today? 33. Okay, and are you married, single? Do you have kids? Married, no kids. Married. Okay, so here's the question. As you're building a startup, you're married, you're 33. Yes or no, are you getting eight hours of sleep every night? Eight hours of sleep? I don't remember the last time <laughs> I got eight hours of sleep. All right, fair enough. And last question, Gil, take us back 13 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? 13 years back, where was I? I think I was in the army, I guess. Um, what would I say to myself? Um, repeat the question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? That everything is achievable and I should set up my goals and dreams significantly higher than 20 years old. I think when I was 20 years old, my ultimate goal was to be a team leader in a software engineering company. And once I achieved that, I was kind of confused of what do I do next. You're going bigger, baby. That's right. All right, Top Tribe. There you have it. Anything is achievable. Gil has helped a bunch of companies grow a lot. Now he's launching his own thing, Metadata.io. They've launched, they've raised $300,000. They're currently raising more capital. They did $35,000 in MRR February 2016th across over a dozen clients. Hey, Gil, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you. It was a pleasure talking to you. If you guys enjoyed Guild today, go back and listen to Aditya yesterday. He has students paying $20 per month to learn from robots and did a million dollars in revenue in 2015. Is this bad news for teachers? Aditya's full show notes are at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top 263. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.